It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for Monday, February 12th. Nine in a row, I tell you, and a third quarter that was as good as any basketball this team's played all year. We'll look at last night's dismantling of the Blazers, how hot this team is. The defense without Joe Johnson and even without Rodney Hood could be strikingly awesome. Plus, it's an NBA 5, all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Hope you're doing fabulously well. Great to have you aboard. The Jazz are just terrific right now, and it's super, super fun. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you expertise, insight, geeky numbers, and a look behind the curtains. And I am David Locke, the radio voice of the team, Jazz NBA insider, and hope you're super. You can follow me on Snapchat at DLock9, on Instagram at DLock09. We post all the podcasts and a lot of stories over at LockedOnJazz.net. That's LockedOnJazz.net. So super excited uh, for all that, and hopefully you'll subscribe, follow, do all those uh, kind of fun things. Instagram, DLock09, and Snapchat, DLock9. All right, let's get to last night. Uh, today's show, by the way, brought to you by The Advocates, as well as Intercap Lending. The Advocates and Intercap Lending. Nice enough to bring you this show for free, not behind a paywall. For free. All right, let's do it. Wow, they were great. They were just incredibly great last night. The offense exploded. The defense continues to be superb. The Jazz defense is so good right now with Rudy Gobert. The defense has held opponents to a defensive rating of under 100. The league best is Boston at 100. In seven of the nine games of this win streak. The Jazz offense, the best offense in the league is about 110, 112. The Jazz offense has gone over 120 in five of the nine games of this win streak. These these numbers are crazy. I mean, the Jazz beat the Warriors by 30, the Suns by 32, the Pelicans by 24, the Hornets by 12, and the Blazers on the road by 19. And the Spurs by 9, we go again tonight against the Spurs. They're just the confidence. I believe, and I've talked about this a lot over the years, that you've got probably four great teams, four not very good teams. The rest of the teams are all pretty similar. And if somebody gains confidence, they go on a run, they believe they're supposed to win, and then they become... That's where we are. Now, the fact is, we're there, but also because Rudy Gobert is simply one of the most impactful players in the entire NBA. I mean, through three quarters last night... They didn't go in the paint. They just didn't go in the paint through three quarters of basketball last night. Because Gobert's that good. And then Quinn Snyder's that good. They did some things early that had the Jazz flustered. And then Quinn starts making adjustments. Pick and roll started at the top. Then pick and roll moved over to the 
angle right. Then all of a sudden the pick and roll moved up high. Quinn's just working these various answers throughout a game to put his players in position to succeed. And then the guys are great right now, right? So then the guys did succeed. But this team has a confidence and a belief of in itself. You can see that. Talking to Terry Stotts before the game, he said you can see the confidence in the shooting, right? The Jazz are 13 of 26 from three last night. This is becoming one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. Nobody saw that coming. That's the aspect of this. If we're really, you know, this, this win streak is incredible. The recent shooting is probably not sustainable, right? There, there are aspects of a streak that are exactly that. And the Jazz, since the game in Toronto, so not counting the Detroit game, which is the first game of the win streak, but since the game in Toronto, the Utah Jazz are shooting 47% from three. They're 94 of their last 199 from three. That's insane. One bad game in there, Memphis, where they were probably tired, went 6 of 22 otherwise, hit 48% against the Raptors, 50% against the Warriors, 51% against the Suns, 52% against the Spurs, 67% against the Pelicans, and 50% of their threes again last night. That's confidence. That's ball movement, that's system, that's believing each other, but that's confidence. That's great. It just doesn't necessarily last. That, that's the one aspect I would say that just doesn't necessarily last forever. Un, under, you know, great, right? Like, okay. Like, you can, you can decide that hey, we'll take it. The, 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 there's, that's not a, don't misunderstand that. That's, that's great. That's incredible that this team has done that. Go back to where I started on that. On the defensive end, through three quarters the other night, through three quarters, here's the shot chart for the Portland Trail Blazers. 47 points. In the paint, the Blazers were 5 of 23 shooting. 5 of 17 in the restricted area. The league average is 63%. They were shooting 29% in the restricted area because of Rudy Gobert. Remember when the Jazz were last in the league defending the three-point shot and people were getting corner threes? The other part is that Rudy's so great in the middle, you don't have to leave the corners. They were one of three in the corners, and then above the break, they were actually right on league average at 7-19. Mid-range, they were actually above league average because those are great shooters in Lillard and McCollum at 7-13. But the Jazz win that game defensively in the paint through three quarters. Portland's 5-23 of in the paint. 5 of 17 in the restricted area. It's kind of unheard of. But that's Rudy. And in the next segment, I'm going to get into this a little bit. Kind of the, the crazy optimism part of, of what, Rudy, what Rudy does. That game last night turned into a massacre. The Jazz trailed by one at the half. They went on a 10-2 run that became a 22-5 run that became a 39-17 run that ended as a 50-22 run. That's against a good basketball team. Like the Blazers coming into the game were fifth in the West and the ninth game and a nine-game home win streak, and the Jazz went on a 50-22 run last night. 
50 to 22. That, that's his best basketball they've played. It was, it was an onslaught. It, it almost seemed unfair at times. It was really, it was awe-inspiring. And it was collective. It was through substitutions. It was every guy adding it. It was the new addition of Jay Crowder. It was Joe Ingles continuing being masterful. It was Donovan Mitchell adjusting in the second half to trying to play point guard. Every guy was a part of it last night. It's pretty... Faves has been remarkable. He and Gobert, you know, Faves is part of that defense too. The two of them on the floor together. Since Rudy returned, are a force to be reckoned with. They are their defensive rating is a ninety six point one. All right, what does that mean? So the Jazz, the best in the league is Boston at a hundred. The league average is about a hundred and eight, and the top ten is one hundred five, and the Jazz are at ninety six point one with Favors and Gobert on the floor the last 14 games. And the offense, which just simply could not score and was disastrous earlier this year with the two of them on the floor, is now just churning. It's a 118.6. It's a little unrealistic. The 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 combination of those two engaged and figuring out how to work different things on the floor and favors hitting a few shots. It's interesting. It's different than anyone else in the NBA. It feels cumbersome at times. It is, if if someone does not have an elite stretch four on the floor to pull favors out or a stretch five to pull Gobert out, they are, you're going to have a hard time scoring against the Jazz. And that's becoming more and more true. The Jazz currently are the seventh best defense in the league. But let's start playing around with what they are since Rudy came back. But first, let me tell you about Intercap Lending. Intercap Lending is a 40-year lending mortgage company that's moved to Utah. Uh, you may have seen them. They're employing a bunch of people, doing a lot of stuff in the community They do some interesting things that other lending companies cannot do and that they may be able to help you out. They just did our, refinanced our mortgage, did a fabulous job, but they do do some things differently. They're hyper-responsive. They're embracing change using the app for technology and making it easier. Because they are one of the largest independent lending companies and a direct issuer, they can do a bunch of different things. They'll service your own loan, so you're in for a long-term relationship Therefore, veterans, they can really help you out a great deal. They're half, about half the loans that Intercap does is for veterans. Really good VA pricing. They are a seller be preferred lender, and they can do all sorts of things where if you have difficult loans, they can get them done. So low credit, they help with. A lot of people are self-employed, have business assets, multiple properties that make getting a loan maybe a little difficult. Intercap can help you. If you've had any problems, call Steve Carter. 385-800-8528. That's 385-800-8528. For the Locked on Jazz listener, they are going to give you a free appraisal. It's pretty big money, actually. So a free appraisal 
if you tell them you're a Locked On Jazz listener. 385-885-28. Check out the app. Download the app. You can actually get pre-qualified without talking to anyone, which is great in this insane market right now. We used Intercap. They did a fabulous job. We joked that we were trying to make getting a loan as easy as ordering a pizza online, and they've done about as well as you can do in that regard. Intercap Lending, NMLS number 190465. For more information, visit intercaplending.com. Call Steve Carter at 385-800-8528. That's 385-800-8528. Remember, that appraisal is free. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. The... Jazz defense, and this is a streak, right? So some of the stuff is is slightly overblown right now. But if we go start just looking at the last 15 games, Gobert comes back against New York on January 19th, and what the Jazz ratings are, you you begin to see this team is on the defensive side doing what we thought they would do when the year started. And that makes some of it feel a little less crazy. The offensive stuff, I do think you're playing with confidence. You've got a hot streak. And at some point, that could slow down. The defensive aspect of things, I think, is pretty legitimate right now. Because Rudy Gobert and Derek Favors, but let me zero in on Rudy, is that good. Rudy Gobert... If you think of James Harden as the best offensive player in the NBA, impacting the most plays offensively, Rudy Gobert's doing the exact same thing defensively. He's every bit that good. He impacts every single play defensively at just a stunning level. C.J. McCollum drives into the lane and then just is fading back into the worst 11-foot low percentage jump shot. Fading back shot. If you you suddenly look at Kemba Walker the other night, dry beating the Jazz pick and roll brutally, runs right into Rudy, has nowhere to go. The Jazz defensive rating since Gobert's come back is a 100.2. They've played some pretty good teams. Toronto, Golden State, San Antonio, Portland. Those are good teams. That's the number two defensive rating in the NBA since 
Rudy's comeback. That number 100.2 would, over a course of a season, would be the number one defensive team in the NBA, right up there with Boston. There's nothing about what's going on with the Jazz that doesn't make me believe that that's legitimate. That's what's so impressive. Number one net rating team since Rudy's comeback, since the 19th of January. 12 games since Rudy's been back. Fifth-rated offense, second-rated defense, number one net rating overall. Again, some of this is a hot streak, but and that fifth offensive rating probably is. We never thought that the Jazz could be anything better than 20th offensively this year, which probably means your head coach is a wizard, which he is. He's just absolutely remarkable. But what's happening defensively is legit. The other thing that's happening defensively that I really like is their offensive rebounding game, and they're the number one rebounding team in the league. The other one that's funny is we're turning the ball over and no one's talking about it. Remember when everyone was having a freak earlier this year? We're 27th in the league in turnovers in that span. Nobody's talking about it. You know why? Because turnovers are totally overrated, and I've told you this forever. It's hard to tell you this when it's not working. It's easy to tell you when it is working. The impact that Rudy has on games is just simply mind-blowing. And I don't know if, if you just watch... On the defensive end, it's obvious. Now, I was talking to Alex Jensen last night and brought up the idea of who is the singular most impactful player in the NBA. What player, if if you think about the NBA game has 200 possessions, 100 on each side, the average player is probably on for 150 of those 200 possessions. So in those 150 possessions that LeBron... James Harden, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, who I hadn't thought about, but a listener did. When they're, when they're on the floor, what is, who's, who's, who's impacting the most? Alex Jensen makes a claim to me that Rudy's rim rolling, just if Rudy runs the floor offensively, and goes to the rim, and we've seen him pin guys each of the last two nights, that that in itself is as impactful as anything can be offensively because it flattens the defense and opens everything else up for everybody else. And so, therefore, Rudy has a real claim to being the most impactful player in all of the NBA. That his presence around the rim if he just sprints the floor, flattens the defense and does that in a way that Steph and Harden don't do defensively. Who knows? Since Rudy's come back, what's really interesting and maybe most important to the Jazz is as great as Rudy's been, since Rudy's come back, the defense is as good with him off the floor than on the floor. The defensive rating with Rudy on the bench in the 12 games since Rudy's come back is a 100.7. With him on the floor, it's a 99.7. And here's what gets really, really exciting if you're a Jazz fan. Joe Johnson 
and Rodney Hood were your two worst defensive players. I ran these numbers today on what the Jazz are like if you eliminate Joe Johnson. Okay? Now, I didn't go so deep as to eliminate Rodney Hood also. But if you... It, it, the Jazz defense overall this year with Joe Johnson on the floor was much worse, right? Joe's great player, big fan, but he's also 20 guys have played as many minutes as he has in the history of the NBA, and at some point defensively you're not, you're not what you once were or even capable. And so the numbers were pretty drastic this year when, when he was off the floor. When this, for the season, if, if you need me to back that up, the defensive ratings were a 106.8 when, when Joe was on the floor and a 103.4 when he was off. When Rodney, by the way, was even worse. Rodney had a five-point differential, the worst of anyone on the roster. In fact, nobody else is, is anywhere close. So, well, Jay Crowder is because the defense wasn't good with Jay the other night. Last night, the offense was incredible, though. Okay, so one game. Here's the defensive rating of the Jazz and their available big t- tandems. Again, remember, the best in the league is about 100. Top 10 is 105. League averages, call it 107, just for the ease of the discussion. Gobert and Favors are at 99.9. Gobert and Jarebko are 100.1. Both those would be the best. Favors and Udo are at 92.4. Favors and Jarebko are at 109, so that's not great. But their offense is at a 111.7, and it's one of the actually better lineups of the Jazz at plus 2.7 for the season. And Udo and Jarebko are at 104.4. So the Jazz have five, and this has not involved Jay Crowder yet, the Jazz have five available center power forward lineups right now. Three of them are 100 or lower. Four of the five would be top 10 defenses, and one of them's not. Okay. Fine. But that's the one that starts to excite me about where this thing might be heading. Because if you have that going on, then... You are elite defensively for 48 minutes. And then if the offense is pretty good, you win, which is where we started. Uh, where we started from the very, very beginning. It, what we're seeing is incredible. And worth jumping on. Tickets are available tonight and Wednesday. Come on out and support the club. UtahJazz.com. Tickets are available. Have fun. Go out and cheer this team. Pretty awesome stuff. And because of Gobert, seems pretty sustainable. Today's show is brought to you in parts by the Advocates. Matt and the got people over at the Advocates have built a really neat company to help you out in, in case of uh, times of need. Uh, the Advocate, Utah Advocates are injury attorneys predominantly in car accidents. Car accidents are interesting because less than 1% go to trial. Only 3% go to arbitration, so almost everything's settling. So if it's all settling, what Matt's figured out is, wait a sec, then 
we're going through the same process and we dealing with insurance companies and hospitals and we need to make a way to become efficient so after 25 in 25 years Matt of the Utah advocates has really figured out the craft he's built a 106 step process think about it like an airline checklist boom 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 but what it allows him to do is while every accident is different and your personal experience is a little different they can customize your experience inside of this put the minute you go you make the phone call to Utah Advocates, 801-355-5550. That's 801-3. You've been in an accident. Things suck. They're going to help you out. 801-355-5550. Within 60 seconds, a lawyer calls you. Lawyer gets the details. Boom, it's in the system. Now now it's rolling. You have your attorney. You're connected to your attorney. You're communicating with that attorney. But that attorney is sending the information to the special teams inside the advocates, the person who deals with the hospitals, the person who deals with the car insurance, the person who deals with this and that, and boom, keeps going, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and runs through it. You get good results, nothing bad happens, you get treated well, you have a great customer experience, and what they've done is create efficiency, which means productivity, which means communication, which means expediting the process, and you get a fabulous result. Call the Utah Advocates, 801-355-5550, that's 801-355-5550. Hi, this is Nate Duncan from Locked On's Hollinger and Duncan podcast. Those of you who listen to our show know that I try to take a measured approach. I'm not prone to hyperbole. It really takes something special to get me excited. But with all that said, Theragun is simply one of the best products that I have ever used. I just turned 40. I've always loved to work out, to play basketball when it's safe. And as I got into my 30s, it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way I wanted to because my body didn't feel right. And Theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains. I tried everything, massages, chiropractors, this at-home device, handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me. And now the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor. It's so quiet. It's no louder than an electric toothbrush. And best of all, you can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starts at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on, the name of this network right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. All right, Mondays we always do NBA 5. The, the big story, obviously, is the Cavaliers. But let's stay kind of inside our world. And what's going on? The thing that gets interesting here is strength of schedule the rest of the way. The Jazz strength of schedule is a lot easier than the other teams. The Jazz have played 31 road games. They have played the most games against anyone above 500 other than Brooklyn, Orlando, and Dallas. So you've, the Jazz schedule now, if they can maintain this, is they're in a very advantageous position. And and when you look at the playoff race, that's an enormous part of what's now coming. According to 538, the Jazz are favored in a ridiculous, like 21 of their final 26 games or something. 
I, I don't know the Jazz can pull that off, but it's why 538 actually has the Jazz projected as the sixth team in the NBA, in the Western Conference. Uh, as much as we're talking NBA 5, I did want to jump in. Damian Lillard last night on Donovan Mitchell. He should be Rookie of the Year, not just because of his numbers, because of his impact on their team. He's leading them. He's able to get to the rim. He's shooting the ball with ease. He's a really good player, not just for a rookie. It was interesting last night that um, there wasn't a feeling from Terry Stotts that he wanted to play the comparison game between of those two. That that was not something that he was interested in doing. Uh, back to strength of schedule. Ben Dowsett tweeted this out last night. Oklahoma City is ninth. Strength of schedule rest away. Portland is 7th. Denver is 5th. New Orleans is 14th. Clippers is 8th. Jazz is 26th. We'll look more specifically, as we always do on Wednesdays, at what's... Well, actually, no, we won't, because I just thought about that. That's All-Star break. Um, so let's actually... Let's take a quick se- second. on. We'll do that a little differently. Um, we'll take a quick second today and look at kind of what's coming... Here in the next few days. Minnesota, by the way, is not out. They're a lot better than everyone else, but they're 24 losses. They're not, and they're four and six in their last 10. They got a win last night. They're not completely out of the woods. OKC, who in the recent stretch has been below 500, they're two and five with wins over Memphis and then Golden State, of all things. They've got Cleveland and Memphis again before the break is over. Denver, which everyone's talking about how hard their schedule is, and Adam, and Adam Mata said on Locked on NBA, who's the host of Locked on Nuggets, that uh, Millsap doesn't come back for a little while. They have the Spurs tomorrow on the back-to-back and then the Bucks at Milwaukee before they wrap up. Then they come back. Spurs, Rockets, Clippers, Grizzlies, Cavaliers, Dallas, Cavaliers, Lakers, Kings, not bad, Lakers, that's easy. Detroit, Memphis, that's easy. Then at, then they go on the road. At Miami, at Chicago, at Washington, at Philadelphia, at Toronto, at Oklahoma City. Woo! Before they hit April. That one's tough. Portland, we'll see again coming up. Portland, by the way, Denver, or Portland is now two and four in their last six. And they have only one game left, Golden State, before it's done. Should be interesting. Clippers are worth watching. They're play- They're actually Clippers and Jazz are charging, playing well. New Orleans is a mess. We need somebody other than New Orleans to drop out. Clippers are five and two in their last seven. They're on the road at Brooklyn and at Boston before it's over, and then come back and go back on the road before a long homestand, and then another. Then they've got a Chicago, Houston, Oklahoma City road home for one. Back to Minnesota, Milwaukee, Indiana, Toronto that could make or break their season. All right, fun times as a Jazz fan. See you at the arena tonight. Jazz and the Spurs, have a good one. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks to Intercap Lending and the Utah Advocates for supporting Locked On Jazz. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday... We talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.